Well, if that doesn't get you hyped for game one between the Leafs and Bruins, I don't know what will, guys. Uh, Jake Austin, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Are we ready for this? I'm ready. You know, this has been how many months of anticipation for this day? I, I like. I, I think it's what since Tavares signed. Yeah. No. Um, or since that, lots of the Habs. That's a good. I think as soon as Game Seven ended, I was like, I, I was basically with the Leafs. I've turned into what used to be with the Raptors. Like the second they got eliminated, I'm like, fuck, I gotta go sit through a stupid regular season because you just know you're gonna make the playoffs, yeah. which is which is kind of sad now because it it completely takes out the the uh, excitement of, of the last like the, the last two two months of the season where I knew we were playing Boston, I just which is sad. Yeah. Not great. No, it's not. And, you know, it's not a matter of, you know, losing to the Bruins. Like, you know, when you lose to a team that's decent, you're not – that's not an issue. The issue is when you lose in the fashion the Leafs did for the second straight time in the playoffs. They get eliminated in Game 7 where they looked like they were in, in a good position. Yeah, they went into the third period with a lead. <laughs> yeah, and – so, so this time around, I mean, look, the Leafs didn't play the Bruins well this season. Um, two of the games they, they in Boston, they just did not look good. Um, they win the, the home game and then, you know, a very close loss the second time around at home. Does that matter to you at all? I'll throw this one out to Austin first. Sorry, I cut out there for one sec. Okay, does it matter to you that the Leafs had not played the Bruins well this season? Uh, I mean, it plays into it, but, uh, I mean, one of those games, we they lost both games in Boston. That doesn't fare well for uh, – it's never a fun time to play in Boston. The atmosphere there is rowdy, especially in the playoffs. One of those games was with Garrett Sparks in that. I mean, that's mostly fans know that's pretty much – a loss nowadays <laughs> and he got lit up by Boston's big line um, yeah it wasn't a good time I remember where I was that day we were with or I was with uh, our buddy Richard and uh, we left the bar after the second period I believe was that the one where they got smoked and Boston was missing like fucking seven guys I think so they were missing a bunch of uh, and they lost like 6-3 it was like Six one, and then they scored two goals at the end to make it look like it yeah. wasn't a complete slapping. Yeah, that seems to be the Leafs thing. They just yeah, enjoy that was a bad garbage time goals. Yeah, yeah but uh, uh, I I don't know. Uh, it's still a coin toss to me because I mean, <laughs> there's not much more that we can say that hasn't already been said about this series. Quite honestly, it's just sort of. It is what it is. I mean, we're going to see what happens, and if the Leafs can pull one or two, or even two of two, I don't believe that'll happen. But if it does, then I'd love to be proved wrong. Um, if they can pull one or two and take home ice away from the Bruins, that'd be massive. But uh, it all depends on the games at home. I think for the Leafs, they need to come out and play well at home because Boston's going to be a rough go. I think if the Leafs want to win the series, they gotta they gotta win one of the first two games in Bo- in Boston. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing the thing that always 
like blows my mind is you guys are all saying like Boston is a house of horrors, which it it kind of is. Like I I get intimidated by that that horn and the in the goal song. Yeah. Like in, uh, what is it? Sandstorm. Something like that. No, it's not that, but it's one of the other like we were trying uh, to find it before. The, yeah. Uh, that yeah. One. Yeah. Uh, like it That's pisses me off whenever I hear it. I feel like Vancouver fans whenever they'd hear Chelsea Dagger. Um, but I mean, the Bruins have uh, had a pretty so-so record at home. Like they've lost a couple games of the Leafs. The Leafs have won three games in the last two playoff series in Boston. It's not like it's not like they're zero and eight. Like they oh. had some success scoring there. It's just I guess from a fan's perspective. All I think about is when they blew that four-one lead. Yeah. That's all I think about, and I it's, just keep in my mind. I just keep thinking like, when are they going to score this goal, and when, when am I going to hit song? Um, but yeah, I'm. I mean, the thing that it's kind of been to is how little people have faith in the Leafs, and they pretend like Boston is this perfect team. People are like, oh, this is. I've seen people that I think is like it's going to be a sweep. It's like, do you know that Tuukka Rask has them in that great, and the Bruins have pretty a lot of injuries, and they're they have a defenseman that's like a good a friend of mine from school. He's playing on the back end. I mean, he, he played at a pretty good school, and he's a a friend of mine. But he would get he will get absolutely torched if they match him up. If I am Mike Babcock, I'm going against the, that Connor Clifton line, that that uh, pairing, because Connor Clifton is not a great skater. He's kind of undersized and physical, but <sighs> yeah, Boston, Boston. I don't know. The body. Like they have some really good players, but they're not they're not the best team in the league by far. No, and I definitely don't think that by saying what I said, I don't think it's an unwinnable situation. Like they're not going to go in and just roll over and get murdered by Boston in the Garden. It didn't happen last playoffs. It's not going to happen this time. But you definitely, it's one of those buildings in the league where once momentum starts shifting, and we saw it in the 2013 series, it's hard to get back on track with against that team because they feed off that crowd when it when it's jumping. One thing I'll, I'll say about, and, and bringing up to Jake's point, um, what the Leafs didn't do and what the Bruins did last year is they didn't attack a certain line of the Bruins. Really, it was more the Bruins were just pushing the Leafs. You know, they were pushing up against that, I uh, know, guys like Roman Polak and Ron Hainsey, like really going after them. And the Leafs did not exploit those type of players on the Bruins. So I think that'll, that'll play a factor. But we all know the biggest difference between this season and last season, one being Kadri comes in. Most likely will not get suspended like he did last year, unless he really does something stupid. And you're gonna have John Tavares, Austin Matthews, Nazem Kadri versus Austin Matthews, Thomas Pekanic, Tyler Bozak. It's a big difference from last year for sure, because yeah, I, that series to me turns out much differently. If Nazem Kadri plays games two, three, and four. Oh my god, there's a lot of noise happening in my house, I apologize. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, Thomas Pekanich and Nazem Kadri are night and day, two different players, and you switch Thomas Pekanich out of that top six with John Tavares now. 
So the Leafs are better off than they are than they were offensively. Pretty big difference. Yeah, they're better off defensively for sure. Well, and let's not forget Roman Polak versus Jake. Did Mazza. you did you see the clip last year of the first goal that was scored in the series in Game One? I have not even looked back at any of those goals. But Do you know what the defensive pairing was? <laughs> no, that first goal? I don't have a I don't have a memory that specific. No, I don't either. Uh, somebody tweeted this out a couple of days ago, and I'm apologize. I don't remember the account, but it was just a video of the first goal and how far the Leafs have come. The, the lineup, the pairing that was on the ice for I believe it was it was somebody on that first line uh, scored the goal. I guess it was Pasternak, uh, Hainsey, and Roman Polak were the pairing on the ice for that goal. <laughs> Rough. Against the best line in hockey. Well, the best, the Bruins' best line. I don't want to say that's the best line in hockey. Well, it's a top five for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Regardless, <laughs> a top six line facing yeah, Roman Polak and Ron Hainsey is top three to five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be different, but uh, there's gonna be times where fans are gonna be a little distraught at the team it's not going to be all sunshine and roses and i'm sure we're very aware of that going into the series nobody's saying the leafs are going to come in and dominate but they're better suited to play this series than they were a year ago no doubt now jake you are going to be in the thick of everything in game mm-hmm. two. first and foremost for a guy who's not exactly a fan yeah. of going to a game in Boston what possessed you to actually say let's go to a game in Boston it was free (laughs) (laughs) pretty much I mean that that that's like the only reason I would have gone like I went to uh, Chris both went to the games in Washington when the Leafs there it was uh uh, luckily, the Leafs won that game. I do not. I intend on getting chirped. Like, I went with Chris and my dad to Long Island, and we were basically getting hounded the entire time. I'm basically – that that prepared me for this. It was like a – it was like a, like a boxing match, like a pre-fight. Yeah. It's like watching I, I did uh, some sparring. Right? So I think I'll be okay with it, but um, it's going to be a little intimidating walking in between the – in between the aisles, try to find my seat. I'm going to get some bad looks, I assume. Well, at least, I mean, luck, it, I don't think anything will ever come to as bad as that game in Long Island. So I think you'll you'll make out a little bit better this time around. Now, so I want to get your thoughts on a couple of things. One, if there is a player that needs to have the best series they'll ever need to have one least Frederick one. Anderson okay yeah. <laughs> uh, not yeah. even close it's Frederick Anderson and then a far distant second and third is Austin Matthews and William Melander that was going to be my second question uh, we know how much I think it's been kind of overstated how big Anderson has to be in these playoffs yeah do you think Nylander can have the impact that he needs to have if he's not playing with Austin Matthews? Uh, I think he was fine without Matthews for the majority of the time he was back after he signed that contract. After he got going, he was, I don't 
think it's a stretch to say one of the best top five players on the ice for the Leafs on a nightly basis. Regardless of who he was playing with, when Willie's just cycling around the zone and running certain or skating circles around a team, I mean, he's dominant. So, if he can do that against Boston, I mean, the Leafs are in a good spot because they made sure that he didn't do it last year. Well, one thing I'll say is that, you know, it's really tough to expect Matthews and Nylander to go up against the guys, the guys like Bergeron, Marchand, and... Pasternak yeah. in only their second time in the playoffs like I know Pasternak is not exactly a vet um, but one thing I'll say is that um, they I think they gained a lot of experience out of that I think yeah I think even Babcock got some experience out of that Jake by the way is just uh, fixing some technical issues on his end so if you're wondering well who he is, I think I don't think it's a stretch to say that Mike Babcock got outcoached by uh, Bruce Cassidy last year. Uh, it is what it is. It, his, he was very good in the series last year, and he set up his lines very well. He did everything he needed to do to get his team through to the next round. He got his team to buy into, and, the, into that, uh, everything, though. Like, the Leafs, I don't think the Leafs were buying into the whole... You know, we need to weather the storm, and I'm just, I'm just. Well, the thing I, I'm, I'm, that annoyed me about last time is just, and, and people are, were right about it in in regard of how Matthews was being used. Like, yeah, Austin Matthews. Now, is it that's part of Babcock being out coach? Is he just simply had piss poor management of his lines? No, or time management. I mean, in a way. You know, when a player isn't playing well, you know, there's only so... If you keep playing and it just doesn't get any better, you're, you're, you're kind of just picking at thorns at that. in that. I don't even know if that's really saying. It doesn't really matter. It is now. It is now because I say it. It's just, you know, you, you're when one of your best players... And that was the thing. I think it was, you know, there wasn't a veteran guy like a Tavares that could give Matthews that chance to... And I know Matthews had played in the series before, and I know that you know he's a first overall pick, but you know you need a kind of a buffer, right? The playoffs are just a totally different animal because certain certain players just know how to play that. David Krejci is the perfect example of a guy that just knows how to show up for playoffs, and he didn't quite do it last year, not to the extent that we have seen in the past, but that's just a guy that knows when it's time to show up. Regardless of how a season went. Well, one thing when Jake uh, gets back on, the one thing I'm going to ask him is how much he expects Babcock to throw Tavares, Matthews, and Cadrio more so than the fourth line. Even if I, I think the one thing is, yeah, Gauthier, we know he's a more capable center for this series as opposed to a guy like Dominic Moore. Um, but how much will Babcock? lean on those three and how does he deploy them in a way that you have to force the Bruins to defend them you know it's one of those Bruins we know the Bruins are going to be trying to keep the Leafs in their own end that's that's the mantra right but can uh, can Babcock and can the Leafs and you know as much as we want to say it's Babcock it's also the players they got to put themselves in a position to actually 
get those opportunities. Mm-hmm. It's um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm kind of leaning toward the mindset, and Babcock will never do this, so it's not like it even matters. But why don't at least try seven defensemen in one of these games? This is my thing. And you double shift one of Matthews or Tavares. You know, I, I've heard that, and we you know I think that was what Ian Tolick suggested. Ian Tolick had that point earlier in the year, and I'm behind it for sure. This is this is my thing, you know. Um, Babcock just does not trust whoever that seventh defense is going to be. No, like it's sort of the issue, and it would probably be Martin Mernchen just because it's Babcock. <clears throat> yeah, so that's going to be the thing. So, uh, Jake, did we get you back? Yes, we did. All right. Yes, we did. I know. I know you're dealing with some uh, internet issues. I guess the New York area or New Jersey. Are you back at home in Jersey? <laughs> Everyone in New York's New either rooting yeah. for the Islanders or watching Capo Caco highlights right now. So, or Jack Hughes highlights a little bit down the turnpike. But um, anyhow, um, I digress. <laughs> not many people are rooting for the Islanders. No, just for the record. More people are watching Jack Hughes highlights than rooting for the Islanders. <laughs> that's very true. Okay, so Jake, this is this is the question. Yeah, I have. that's that's accurate. They're, they're, they were pretty pumped. Oh yeah, they were I, I, pretty pumped. This is this is my question for you, Jake. I was just posing this with Austin. Um, All right. We know that Babcock got roasted last year for the way he managed Austin Matthews' ice time in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We know that Tavares is going to be leaned on a lot, um, but how much do you expect Babcock to play those three lines in a way that the Bruins are going to have to kind of, is it going to be more of the Bruins are going to have to, he's just going to give them a heavy dose of those three, or do you think one or two of those guys are going to get more of the, more of the ice time in this, this time around? Um, that's a good question. Actually, I have no idea. He's so unpredictable nowadays. Um, he likes some guys that I think are some of the worst hockey players I've ever seen, uh, or having some of the worst seasons I've ever seen. Guys like Connor Brown, um, Ron Haynes. He's pretty bad. Um, but what he should do is, I'm hoping he plays those top three guys ninety percent of the time, because he should. And they will, they they should win if they play them ninety percent of the time, just because, what sixty percent of the time you have an advantage and a rather serious advantage, like, whatever the matchup is with Bergeron, hopefully it's not. Hopefully it's the Matthews line. I mean that's pretty much a wash. Bergeron is an amazing player, way better two way player, but he's not a better offensive player. Definitely not a better goal scorer, but. Then Tavares, Krejci's a really good player, but offensively it's not really close. And then Nazem Kadri versus Charlie Coyle, like you got to be fucking kidding me. This guy was a healthy <laughs> scratch, pretty much. Yeah. Like they they should they should play them ninety percent of the time, which I it, whenever I watch with my eyes, I always feel like Freddie the Goat's on every other fucking shift. But then I look at the box score and it's like, oh, he played six minutes. It's like how. You know, you know what's funny is I, I have people who bring up Backhawk just loves to play his fourth line after certain shifts. Like, I think like if the Leafs got, get scored on, oh, here comes the fourth line. 
because you know they're going to do something offensively. The fourth um, line's at least going to see a shift after every power play. The thing, the thing about that is, we don't even have like a very good fourth line. Like I get it if you have like the Islanders fourth line, who's a really good fourth line, but Leafs <laughs> have pretty bad fourth line. Yeah, we it's we have a fourth easy, line that's right? offensively good, uh, like not on paper. Unfortunately, the stats haven't really been there, but the quality is pretty good offensively. Defensively, we are not good on the fourth no. line. I think it has a lot to do with, you know, if I had it my way, Tyler Ennis would be playing. I don't know if so it, would he. So would he. If it was my decision, he'd be playing too. Yeah. So would he. Oh my so god. Would, so would he. If I mean, Tyler Ennis' decision, Tyler Yeah, Tyler I think he'd say he'd rather play. Uh, <laughs> it's too bad he's um, not a big center. Yeah, no. That's all. Who, I guess Trevor Moore is going to be – or is Trevor Moore in the lineup? I haven't checked the lines. Uh, he's been the, usually the one skating at practice, so I'm assuming – He should be in the lineup. I think I think him and Kapanen are serious advantages uh, yeah. in the match just because they're both so fast. Like yeah. remember Kapan? I think Kapanen has a chance to absolutely dominate them. Like imagine him against who? Who? Who did he get Brandon around? Brandon Carlo. Was it Brandon Carlo? When, oh, on with the, Boston. Yeah, when Marshall. he scored that that shorthanded goal, where he absolutely. Oh no! It was. Uh, was I think it was McAvoy. Oh no, Marshan! You're right. It was Marshan. He, he just fucking destroyed him in a race. Like he's one of the fastest skaters I've seen in the league. And I'm not yeah. even trying to be biased. He he absolutely flies. And Trevor Moore's got deceptive speed. Like he's a guy that doesn't necessarily start out. Maybe that's unfair. That he's just he gets up to top speed in a hurry. Yes. Very and he quick. He can blow past guys. And without... top speed wise, he might be faster than almost anybody except maybe Athanasiu, uh Larkin Captain and and yeah, and yeah. maybe obviously McDavid, but those other yeah. two guys. Okay, so here's how the Leafs lines were in practice yesterday. I think the I haven't seen one from today. Hyman, Tavares, Marner, Janssen, Matthews, Kapanen, Marlo, Kadri, Nylander, Moore, Gauthier, Brown. Um, those are the forward lines. I know how you guys all feel about Connor Brown. Um, obviously, he has not performed to the expectations that he's had in the past. It's not like was Connor... he in the top nine? I missed. No, no, no. he's on the fourth line. Okay, I can get behind that. Um, I yeah, I mean, the, maybe that's the line the Bruins are going to try to expose, and maybe you know that's where I think you're yep. right on. Trevor Moore is going to have to play. He's going to have to anchor that. That's line the line you should be looking to expose. But if Babcock's smart. He's not going to play that line a whole lot. Exactly. But something tells me that because Connor Brown and Frederick Gauthier are on there, they're going to get a lot more shifts than we think. It's kind of Babcock's demo. We, we've come to accept that. Yeah. There's two guys that he likes and speaks of very highly. So the fourth line is not going to be non-existent. They're going to get 10 minutes a night probably. Now the defensive pairings. Let's go. Let's shift. Focus. We've. I think we've been the forwards to death. Let's talk about the defensive pairings. Um, is Martin Marincin in the lineup? He is not. You know, we have a chance. This is probably the first time we're going to see the Leafs' defense healthy and f- in full force since all season. Since before the trade deadline. Oh, since at least. before. Since uh, Gardner. Before Gardner was and Dermot were out. 
at least. Yeah, that was in a couple of days after the deadline. Probably so the Calgary uh, road trip, right? The February, yeah. West road trip. So yeah. we got Riley Hainsey, Muzzin Zaitsev, Gardner Dermott. Um, I, I mean, we know we we pretty much knew that Riley Hainsey were never going to be broken up. I don't have a problem with that. I do. Hainsey's not. Hainsey hasn't been too bad in the second half with all no, these injuries. No, he's actually he's actually been bad, better to be honest. Yeah. he's not. He's not a stud. He's still not a first line guy. Like this run, Hainsey on a third pair, it would be beautiful for the Leafs, but it's not going to happen. No. Um, Muzz and Zaitsev. I think you know Babcock just realized that Zaitsev just needs a guy like Muzz. <laughs> he is an anchor, and Babcock has finally realized it. Well, I mean, based on I, I would, I'm just looking for if we can trade his ass for fucking anything. Oh my god, that'd be put so up a good. pick with him in order to just send him off somewhere. Arizona will take salary. Yeah, you got to do that shit. I'm gonna. East. I mean, Cali Rosen. It's, I don't think he's a superstar, but I guess it's because he makes so much less money. Yeah. But he just he, he does not look worse. There's something about making four and a half mil less that makes somebody more attractive in hockey. Okay, I'm gonna find other than a, their price point. I'm gonna find a quote from Babcock on Zaitsev. Didn't he say something about Nylander yesterday as well? About somebody asking about him and Matthews not being together. Um, I saw it in passing. I didn't really pay that much attention to it. Anyway, Nylander's not playing with Matthews. It's pretty silly, but we'll see if it works, works I, out. Because Matthews is going to get Chara again, you would think. Part of me thinks it's because he wants to get, he wants to put Kadri in more offensive zone situations. Um, and the best way to do that is to not have, uh, you know, not to have Nylander and Matthews together. You know. Yeah. I think he feels, you know. If he needs to put them together, they can play together. They've shown that they've gotten their groove back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm trying to find this comment on Zaitsev. He was very complimentary to Zaitsev. Let's just say that. So I don't... Uh, darn. I don't even know if I can find that. Yeah, well, we'll be all right. Zaitsev sucks, so that's all we really need to know. This is what happens when you don't do the proper research. <laughs> yeah, way to go. Yeah. Zero prep. This is where we're at. Well, I mean, I didn't prep to have this uh, have this out, so let's just say that. Um, <laughs> you didn't prep for Zaitsev Slander? You don't know this podcast well. Exactly. Um, so, Jake, what defensive pairing scares you the most? Nikita Zaitsev and other, whoever he's with. Muzzin. Uh, it's actually not the worst. Yeah, I don't mind that. Uh, I, I actually like those, to be honest, for the first time in my life. And Gardner and Dermott together is actually not going to be so bad. No, I mean, at least they can move the puck. Gardner and Dermott might worry me a bit just because they haven't played in a while, but at least they got some games in before the end of yeah. the year. Yeah, um, I mean, Zaitsev and Hainsey are just experts at throwing literal bombs. It's like they're It's like they're grenades. They're grenade, live grenades, and the pin is out. They're just like, oh, fuck, I got to get rid of it. Got to get rid of it. It's like, dude, nobody is on you. You can throw it off the boards and out. Like, I don't I don't understand how these guys play in the NHL and they don't know 
how to just throw a puck off the wall. They just throw it up the center of the ice, or they throw, or they don't throw it off the glass. They throw it off the boards where a guy just will sit there and kick it with his skate. Yeah. Yeah, I think the best, the the main thing about that Zaitsev. Uh, I mean, let's not forget Zaitsev has shown he can move the puck out without passing it. He can skate it out. And that's something I think he's going to have to do a bit more of. And I mean, Muzzin, for him, you know, when he first got to, was first traded to the Leafs, we saw the physical presence he can bring. And I know uh, there's been the talk about if he's dealing with some sort of back issue. Uh, I'm hoping that that doesn't, you know, force him to not play a physical game because I think you know, Zaitsev is one to throw the body to be willing to be a little bit of an agitator. I think that's something the Leafs are going to need from them uh, against the Bruins. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I was listening to Leafs lunch today, and to be honest, Gord Miller and uh, Craig Button were talking literal perfect sense. Can't believe I said that, especially Gord Miller. <laughs> I was going to say, wow. They, they were basically talking about how you beat the Bruins is realize you're bad in your own zone and just cut off the zone. So play them from the red line out, which is just genius. Like that's what Pittsburgh did when they lost, uh, when they had no defensemen and they were playing teams that just killed them in their own end. They just they just cut it cut it off at the red line. So entries are a lot harder, and they didn't have a lot. They had a lot less possession in their end. I mean, that that's the key thing. Like, thankfully, Sparks is not in that because you cannot score from the middle of the ice except when Sparks is in that. Uh, I don't know. He's had a couple of days to learn and find himself. He does. This is my my thing about. Um, yeah, I, I think the Leafs, and you know what's funny is they say it. But they don't do it. Like they keep saying, we give up the middle of the ice too easily. We give up the neutral zone too easily. Well, if you're saying it, why don't you actually do something about it? It's because it's a Babcock system, and the system is as stubborn as the person who runs it. So, but that system has proven to be pretty decent in the past. Yeah, when it's, it's working, and then the Leafs will have lapses, and it looks terrible. So is that on so. the coach, or is that on the players? Uh, a little bit A, a little bit B. So, that's that's my little rant about it. Um, here here's my um, because we don't want to run this too long. Um, because I want to get into predictions now. <laughs> so here we go. I don't have any special sound effects for this, so I apologize. Um, let's start with um your prediction of who's going to be the leading scorer. In the series, does not have to be a leaf. It can be a bird. Oh. But who do you think will lead the series in scoring? Martin Branson. Uh David Pasternak. Okay. Pretty safe. Yeah. Bet, in my opinion. Much I hate be... to say it. He he's really fucking good. He's he good. Also, it's gonna be someone. That one. He also kills the Leafs. Yeah. That is true. If there's something David Pasternak is getting paid, not as much as we think he should be getting paid to do. Is to kill the Leafs. So I think possibly. Oh my God. Uh oh. Sorry. Columbus just scored. It's 4 3. Oh no. I'm going to flip over. Hold on. Do you remember what I said at like 3 0? <laughs> <Tampa? laughs> 
Oh no! Wait, it's four three Columbus. Yeah. What? Oh no! What? They were down three nothing. Seth After Jones. <laughs> what did I say? Seth Jones just goes top bunk on Vaz. Did I? Did <laughs> Did I actually jinx the Lightning? Good. I would Warm. like. <laughs> Yo, that was a snip. Yeah. Holy that was fuck! A bullet. That was perfect. He went. He went far side on him too, across his body. That's crazy. Uh, somebody, some look. I saw those three nothing Tampa, and I wrote "Rip Columbus." <laughs> I know. I saw that. I was like, "No, Dave, don't do it." It's usually me jinxing them. Fuck! Wow. Oh wow! Well. At least it's not me this time. on the podcast, but Jesus Christ! <laughs> Live hockey. Live but but, but hockey guys, don't worry. I mean, I mean, I mean, but yeah, look. Sorry. It, it was just such a big moment. I had to say something. You can't not talk about that. Uh, but oh hey, my god! But, but nobody's gonna talk about the Tampa collapse because it's Tampa. Just gonna say that. Man, that is incredible. They scored like three goals in like ten minutes too. All right, we won't spend too much long on this spot because I actually want to see how this game ends. Seven, yeah. seven minutes. Three goals in seven minutes. Jesus. I think Tampa might have a problem with defense. Just. I mean, fucking don't, Dan don't Girardi. Hurt really needs to fucking get the hell off the ice. Don't you put that voodoo oh. on us, Dave. Also, Victor Hedman, man, he has he has an injury. He looks like he, well, he fucking was injured. got his hit in the head with a hammer. He was injured, and they sat him out for the rest of the He's season. He's been yeah. injured like two he, he or three times. Like he, it looks like he has CTE on the ice. Did you see what he did on the, on the Josh Anderson goal? No. Oh, my God. Look at this. I'll s- I'll send this to you. Okay, okay. you have to send that. Um, yeah, Pasternak is gonna. I mean, how do you not pick him? He torched the least last year. Is what it is. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be the optimistic and say it's gonna be Austin Matthews. I think it's gonna be. Wow! Look at this guy. Going up against Chara, Austin Matthews is gonna just scorch him. Yeah, that's how I see it happening. I'm right. totally wrong, but I'll at least feel good. I'm gonna happens. I'm gonna bundle up with Jake here, and uh, yeah, we're gonna go faster now. All right, so you guys are gonna go Boston. I'll go Leafs. Um, okay, so that's um, the now. This is my next prediction, uh, or the next thing I want you guys to predict. Who is the guy on the Leafs that? Uh, many people aren't talk. I mean, it's Toronto. It's hard to not talk about a player. But who's the guy on the Leafs that nobody is really talking about that can have the an impact in this series beyond what he's done in the regular season? So who's going to be that playoff hero? If <laughs> For me, this is so easy. Watch him to send Patrick me that Marlowe. video right here. <laughs> Dude, I'm watch that. Watch that. There's no way this man is healthy. Okay, I'm watching this. But, Jake, okay. you talk about Patrick Marlowe right. while we do this. What is he doing? I don't know. Patrick Marlowe, though? For, uh, wh- yeah, what was I'm it? I'm going to say Patrick Marlowe. The surprise leaf. I was watching that video while Dave was asking the questions, so I zoned out. Um, Who's your sleeper guy for the Leafs? That's here. That's whoa. Mmm. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't like 
being put on the spot like this. Uh, fucking Nazem Kadri. Nazem Kadri, you going Naz? He's been snake bitten all season, and assuming he doesn't sit half the series, I think he'll have a good. He'll do a good job. Okay. But I'd also like to see Marlow have a time because he scored two of those goals in Game Seven. Well, last J- year. Jake, I'm going to piggyback on you because I was watching Patrick Marlow highlights from the playoffs last year. And I think I think Patty is saving himself for this one, so I'm gonna go with Patrick. You'd hope so. I hope so. I I hope he took those five days off and literally just sat in an ice bath for five days. Yeah. Um, you went and found the literal fountain of youth during his time off. Hopefully. All right. Um, let's go with our series prediction. Oh God. Um. All I have to tell me is who do you think is going to win and how many games. So let's start with Jake. Do you want me to go first again? Uh, okay, um, no, actually, it's it's not fair. <laughs> let's let Austin go first. Oh God. Um. Do I do I completely give the Leafs zero chance here, or do I go with the obvious? Leafs go in with, seven. Go with your heart. Yeah, I'd piggyback that same thing, Leafs in seven. I would say Leafs in seven, or it's either going to be Leafs in seven or it's going to be Bruins in six, I think. It's going to be one of those. Well, gentlemen, if Or we Bruins were, in seven. Anything can really happen. If we were in Vegas right now, we would all be putting our chips in the same spot because I'm going to yeah. go Leafs in seven as well. This, this series is going to be as competitive as the other two and. It honestly should go seven because it's two of the best teams in the East, and we don't need to get into this shit uh, playoff format. But uh, it should be a showcase, so I would hope it goes seven. Not our 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 collective mindsets will be completely jarred by the end of the series if it does, but that would be fun for hockey. Well, I I do agree that this series is going to take a toll, just like last series did. Yep. Um, Let's just hope that it doesn't become the emotional roller coaster that Game Seven was last year, because that was—I don't know if I would have to pull up our old chat logs from that. But oh boy! I just remember throwing my jersey. I don't really remember what happened after that. I stopped watching. I was, like five wor- I was working that night, watching that at work and trying to keep composure as the Leafs just got torched. You—you you were at work for that game as well as Italy being eliminated from the World Cup by Sweden. That's unfortunate. <sighs> Dude, you have to, not, I not mean, a good time. You had had to, to go you've there. had to scream internally on multiple occasions. I've been, I've been a Leafs fan for years. Nothing will come even close to Italy being eliminated by fucking Sweden. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. GG. That's okay. Moise Keen, Jig, right? My good old you. Yeah, boy. just just don't just don't throw the monkey chance at him. Oh, I know. I mean, look, I'm a Canadian. I mean, I'm Italian, but I'm not that Italian, you know. Tell I'm that not... to your captain. Fuck, that was it's, bad. Uh, it's half his fault. Uh, oh, that was what? bad. What? That was bad. I was like, "You're a moron," and he I used to. Moron. I like Benucci too. Oh, yeah, he's a great player, just not <laughs> very good life decisions. Okay, yeah, I apologize, but we're gonna have to take a minute thirty-five break. No, no, we're we're gonna be ending this now. Oh no! No it's... way! He missed that. Oh. Is, oh no, they're gonna tie it. Can we just do live reaction? Is that possible? <laughs> okay, how about this? I was oh, gonna no. say let's end the podcast, but how oh. about we just 
We only I have a minute it. 35 left in that game. I'm going to oh, throw it oh. on my screen. Because you guys have... Jake, are you on delay from us so I don't ruin anything? No, no, no. I'm live. We're all... Okay, we're good. So... Oh. All right, got to watch that Hedman clip again because I didn't see the full thing. Get I there! Just... Fuck, man. If Panarin wasn't so fucking dead. <laughs> so he just takes a... Who's that? It's Josh <laughs> Anderson. going? I have no clue what he's doing. <laughs> Is it David Savard down the wing, too? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it is. It's David Savard. Are you just going to let David Savard walk you and then go top bunk on your goalie? Jesus. Well, this that is, is going to be a very entertaining end to this game. What a move. Oh, it was great. Fucking end-ender. I remember when people were laughing. When, he just plays uh, the middle. At least he's completely fine. I... Just stop. Literally, <laughs> just stop and let him run into you. Do literally <laughs> anything but what he did. Or put your stick back and knock it. Like, dude, there's ten things he could have done there that would have been better than that. Oh, go. Go, Fred. Oh, no. Go, Fred. No, oh, Okay, so you're a little behind. So Fred just rocked a guy behind the net. Yeah. How about we just don't? Oh shit! Power play. Oh wow. All right. Well. Oh. No. Almost. David Savard's just going top titty all all day. Oh man, he's a goal scorer now. He walk, walks a Norris winner, and he's just set. He's, he's feeling it. <laughs> that guy's got the sauce for the rest of the series. So it's good. The, the Leafs are going to go after David Savard in the summer. Absolutely. Is he a right shot? Yep. Yeah, he is actually oh, pretty good. That's yeah, not bad. Didn't he get an extension a couple of years ago? I don't know. He's had some injuries. Yeah, he issues. did. All right. Thirty seconds. Let's go. The Lightning haven't lost after leading by at least three goals all season. Oof. Yeah, no fucking shit. <laughs> How many teams have actually lost by leading with Lightning three zero? You can literally tell me the Lightning haven't lost, and I would believe you. Yeah. I thought it was when leading after two. Go, Headman. Oh, that's not even an icing. This game's over. Yeah. Rip. Wow. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Just, just hold it in the corner. Yeah. It's over. Wow. Blue Jackets. How are you? So... At least I didn't say lightning in five or four, because that would. So which uh, which player does uh, they go up two goals, and which player does the puck bounce in off a shin pad to turn the series around? Dad. <laughs> Pop Middleton. Dad. Come here. Did you see that? Did you see that? They're up three nothing. I know. Good for them. I I kind of thought one of the few teams. They were up 3 1. They up 3 nothing, Jake. Yeah, they were up 3 Three goals in seven minutes. Wow. I'm impressed. All right. <laughs> Leafs in seven. Yeah, all right. Sorry. Wow. That was just fucking awesome. What God, I love this sport. Love playoffs. No, watching a show. It's great if you're a Blue Jacks fan. If you're a Lightnings fan, oh boy, are you throwing you're, something at the wall. Fuck them right now. Fuck them. Oh, actually, Austin, I yeah. want you to make 
I want you to have this prepared for me. Can you oh, make no. me? Can you make me a banner, lightning banner that says, uh, "Got team friendly contracts." Oh, like the good month of November. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About sabers, the sabers banner from November. That <laughs> is the funniest shit I've ever seen. Well. Okay, so we've given our predictions for the Leafs final. We all said Leafs in seven. Um, any final thoughts before I let this podcast go? Sabres are picking seventh, so see how she goes. Seventh? I thought yep. that was way lower than that. They got no. passed by two teams, right? Yeah, uh, seventh. And they were in one the five-hole before? They were yeah. in the five-hole? Isn't okay. Edmonton like an 11? Um, eight. Eight. Yeah. But they were Christ. they were closer to like top five. They were past lower too. Also, the Raptors are playing the Magic. Well, right. we can we can potentially. I don't know. The, do those start this weekend? Yeah, they start Saturday. Oh, not great. The Raptors should absolutely piss on the Magic. I mean, that's what I'm doing. expecting: a sweep or a gentleman's sweep. All right. Well, I'll make it as hard as humanly possible now. Uh, what was I looking up? What was I supposed to be looking up? I'm not sure. Oh Jesus! Well, we will. Do you see that? You see that fire in that aerial shot of Tampa? No. Oh, no. God, there, there's like a like a fire, like somebody's shooting off a. Uh... Anyway. Oh. Wow. All right. Anyway. Well, what a way to end the podcast, gentlemen. <laughs> That's for sure. I think the. Uh... Austin and I are going to be doing one after game one on Friday. Yeah. Uh, we have, I mean, if it will work so, we're supposed to be getting, uh, Austin, actually, why don't you preview this guest? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we are going to have Marissa and Jemmy on. She's a reporter from the Boston Herald, I believe. I hope I didn't get that wrong. I mean, you um, told me Boston Herald, I've, so I'm assuming you're, uh, you're right on yeah. that one. Uh, it's not the Globe, I know that. Because I do know the writer, I believe, for the Globe. So I hope I got the Boston's right. And if I didn't, I'm going to apologize to her on Friday. Um, yeah, she's uh, she's doing her first year of uh, beat writing for the Bruins this year. And uh, I've just known her from uh, the lacrosse circles over the last couple of years. So it's good to see her get her shot with the Bruins. And uh, she did a lot of stuff with the CWHL and the NWHL. So maybe we can talk to her about that as well. Uh, yeah. Um, by the way, you are right. It is the Boston Herald. So yes, uh, if Marissa is listening to this podcast, we at least got your place of employment right. Yeah. Um, no, I would have. I you don't know how upset I would have been if I screwed that up without like I didn't look it up, so I was just going off the top. So I would have been really upset. Um. Yeah, and this will probably be the first time we'll ever have a non-Toronto oh, no. media person. So <laughs> what? Some guy. Some guy said, "If the Blue Jackets come back to win this game, I will tattoo." The first Ohio battery emblem on my ass. Why do people do this? Why do you do this? I have no idea. Stop it. No. It's better than cat shit, let's be honest. No. Uh, a tattoo's be- forever, man. You just, at least it's better the- than threatening to eat cat shit like 12 times and then having to finally do it. No, but you know what? You do it once, it's over with. Tattoos, man, that's, that's stuff you can't. No. On your ass. I, don't I, have to I, I would lick white dog shit over getting a fucking tattoo. Exactly. Fair well, good luck to that person. Um, 
and we'll, yeah. we'll we'll get you guys back um that podcast if we record it on friday will go up on well i'll go up friday night be up uh we will do our best to get it up swiftly let's just say that exactly uh thank you guys for listening thank you for enjoying that final uh oh that's the best piece of content we put out in a while watching the lightning absolutely collapse in relative silence wow it's gold we are great incredible uh thank you guys for listening make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and catch the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your wherever you get your podcast. So uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.